praise the Lord and God bless to everyone that is under the sound of my voice. God is good and his mercy endures forever. I want to talk to you this morning about faith. I want to continue in our next series about faith. The faith that we have in God. As I said earlier, to desire to live independent of God is a very dangerous way to live. And I don't encourage anyone to not believe in God. You must believe in God. And it is for the betterment of your life because God is the creator. Ultimately, we have to believe in something. It is a choice. We have to believe in something or someone. And it is a choice. My choice is to believe in God. Because he has done so much for me, he has proven himself to me day in and day out. He has never let me uh, be confused about who he is in my life. And so I encourage you to have faith in God. Again, we know in the book of Hebrews, it teaches us faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, we ourselves, I can speak for myself that I have not seen God. No, I have not. But I have felt his presence. Yes. I have seen his works. Yes. And I know, hallelujah, that he lives because of what he has done in my life. Hebrews chapter 11. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. There's evidence that God is real. And you can see that in the atmosphere. You can see that in the world. There's no one able to do the things that is happening right now in this world. I mean, the grass growing in the trees and the waters and those things, the oxygen in the air, the fact that we breathe Someone has set these things in motion so that me and you, generation after generation, we would come and be able to live here on this earth. And so my faith is keyed up in God. Come on, let's go and pray. And I want you to get your Bibles ready to go to Psalms 95. Verses 1 through 11, Psalms 95, verses 1 through 11. Then I want you to go to Proverbs, mark these scriptures down, Proverbs 24, 10. Proverbs 24 and 10. And then I want you to get your Bibles ready, praise the Lord, to go with me, hallelujah. To Hebrews, yes, Hebrews chapter 4, and we'll be starting at the third verse 
and moving down to the 13th verse. 3 through 13 this morning. That's where our faith power hour will be coming from. Welcome to Faith Power Hour. And this series will be Faith Unfeigned. Faith Unfeigned. What are you believing in today? Who are you believing in today? Yes, Faith Unfeigned. Your faith in God is very important to your life existence. Lord, we thank you this morning for the blessings of the Holy Spirit and how you have entered into our lives, O Lord God, by way of our belief. For you said, for those who believe in Jesus Christ would become the sons and daughters of God that you would send us a comforter. And at that day, Jesus ascended the comforter came, which is the Holy Ghost, that we would receive your righteousness, Father, for trusting in you and believing in you, not our righteousness. We are not self-righteous, but we are righteous because of the righteousness you gave us. And so we thank you for that this morning, Lord God. We give you the praise on this Tuesday morning. Father God, we ask that you come to us and teach us this morning. Hallelujah. Open up our ears, O Lord God, to faith. O Lord God, in you. Faith in you, O Lord God. Very important for us, Lord God, that we understand, O Lord God. Hallelujah. Give us wisdom, O Lord God, to hear, O Lord God. Hallelujah. Give us wisdom, O Lord God. Hallelujah. Patience, O Lord God to seek, O Lord God, that we may find out, O Lord God, because you said that you would reveal yourself to those, O Lord God, who would believe. Hallelujah. You would not leave us confused about who you are, O Lord God. Hallelujah. I pray this morning that someone will be encouraged, O Lord God, to trust in you with all their heart and lean not to their own understanding but that they acknowledge you in everything that they do so that you would be able to direct their path. Oh, Father God, I thank you this morning. Yes, I thank you this morning. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord God, bless us now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Yes, Lord God, listen, we are blessed, so blessed to be here again together to speak of the goodness of the Lord. I'm going to start here, hallelujah, at Psalms 95, verse 1 through 11. This is, once again, the Faith Power Hour, and our subject today is faith unfeigned. Faith unfeigned. Praise the Lord. Come and go with me. Oh, come, Let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. For the Lord is great. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. 
The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. The word says, O come, let us worship and bow down, let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, hallelujah, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your heart as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works forty years, Long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that do err in their heart, and they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is the first starts out that we should give reverence unto God, that we should worship him for who he is, not for what he can do, because we know that he can do all things, but worship him for what he has done. Worship him for who he is, the creator Elohim, the creator God, and that we should know this. And so Psalms 95 makes us aware of our awareness of God in our lives, or even if he is not in your life, you should have the understanding that he created all things, and without him, there is nothing. And we should give him the praise and the glory that he so deserves. I like verse 7 where it says, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, yes, and the sheep of his hand. He created us. He is the creator of you and me. And so my faith is, is connected to God himself. Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, my faith is in Jesus Christ, God's son. My faith is in God, the Trinity. Yes, my faith is in God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Our faith must be perpetual. It cannot be periodical. Uh, no matter what you're going through in your life, you have to believe in God. You have to keep that faith that everything is going to be all right. I like that Psalm says, all things work to the good of them who are the called, hallelujah, who love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. Everything that happens to you is happening for your good. You can't uh, shrink back in, in the day of adversity, uh, Proverbs 24, 10. If thou shrink back in the day of adversity, thou strength is small. Meaning your faith is not really faith when things begin to uh, uh, get tumultuous in your life, when trials and tribulations and storms come along and, and now you have no more faith in God. You uh, 
be fearful and running, hallelujah, to every rock trying to hide or, or you get weak and feeble and you lay down, hallelujah, and just give up. We don't do that as children of God. No, we continue to believe in God because we know that he will make everything all right. Our storms are just part of the life uh, issues and concerns that we go through. But Jesus Christ, hallelujah, said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you always. So you got to understand that you have God in his faithfulness. He is faithful. We need to be faithful as well. So I would like to say it again. Faith is a perpetual uh, uh, um, existence in your life. Faith unfeigned. And it cannot be periodical. It cannot be periodical. It must be perpetual. Praise the Lord. Continuous. Hallelujah. In your life, you must continue to believe no matter what's happening. So he says, harden not your heart as in the day of provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. The children of Israel uh, came across after leaving Egypt. Uh, they walked in the wilderness and uh, they tempted God. Hallelujah. They were angry and did not believe. And even after they saw the miracles Hallelujah. In Egypt, the 10 miracles that Moses would perform to bring them out of Egypt. They were witnesses of that. They were witnesses of God's power. No one could have done it. And Moses and Aaron allowed them to know that God would do these things to deliver them out of the hands, out of bondage in Egypt. So they knew. They knew. But time after time, they tempted God. They would not have faith in God. He says, uh, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, he says, when your fathers tempt me, prove me and saw my works. They saw him feed them from the fowl of the air. They saw him give them water from a rock. Yes, 40 years long, God said he was grieved with this generation and said it is a people that do err in their hearts. They would not believe even after everything that they saw. Listen, the one thing that we must hold on to is what we know to be true. You saw these things happen. You saw God heal your best friend or your mother or your father from cancer. I know sometimes we want to give it to medicine, but you got to understand it is the life giver himself who says yay or nay. And it is God who delivers life unto that person who the doctor said he can't help anymore. It is God himself who mends bridges. It is God himself who gives you the power to have wealth. Yes, in the book of Deuteronomy. Praise Lord, Lord, if you just believe in him, you will, hallelujah, be established. But if you choose not to believe, then he can't establish, establish you. Remember, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You must continue to believe. You can't shrink back 
you have to let your faith work for you. And the Bible says in Mark 11, 23, if you have faith without any doubt, hallelujah, you can ask anything in my name, Jesus says. And he says, I will do it for you. Don't forget such a great and mighty God that is on your side on every hand. And he says here, as the children of Israel would hear the voice of Moses, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, they would listen to him as he would speak to them. Yes, Lord God, he would speak to them. And he says, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18 to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers this day. God is looking to establish you, but you must continue in his faith. No matter how bad things get in your life, you must remember that God is about to big you up. Yes, God is about to exalt you. He is about to bring you into the position that you so desire. But your belief has to be continuously in him. Faith unfeigned. We're talking this morning. Yes, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, about faith. Come on. Let's go over to the book of Hebrews. Praise the Lord. And we'll be in chapter 4. And it says, hallelujah, starting at the third verse, for we which have believed do enter into rest. As he said, I have sworn in wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Remember, he created the heavens and the earth. God himself set all things in order. And so now it is up to us to follow. You have to be able to follow God, hallelujah, into his rest because it is his rest that he's bringing us to. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place, again, if they shall enter into my rest, hallelujah, he's saying, in order for you to enter in, you have to cease from your own works. You have to cease from uh, the, the enemy. You have to give up your life and give your life to Christ that he may lead us into this rest that God is talking about. I'm talking about having faith. In God, allowing him to lead you, trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all of your ways, and he shall, he will, and I know he will, direct your prayer. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Are you trusting in the Lord? Are you having faith in God? Praise the Lord. We thank God this morning for you. God is trying to help us to understand about our faith and 
how our faith should work for us because your faith will work for you if it is directed in the direction of God. Faith directed in any other direction will not work for you. It will not help you, but you have to, hallelujah, keep that faith in him. I want to read something to you real quick because we're talking about entering into that rest with God. You can't enter into that rest with God until you relinquish your life unto him. So when we read Proverbs 3, 5 uh, and 6, let's not forget about Uh, Verse 7, where it says, Be not wise in thine own eyes, fear the Lord, and depart from evil. You have to depart from the ways of sin. You have to give your life to God. In order for your faith to work, your faith is dependent upon who you believe. And if you're believing in someone other than God, your faith, hallelujah, will not have the strength that it needs to have in order to overcome. So he says here in Proverbs 3, 7, Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. He says in verse 8, It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. I'm talking about the belief in God. He is promising you here that If you devote your life to him and believe in him on every hand, that you will have a healthy and wealthy life. Now, we know that because it promised in the book of Deuteronomy, uh, chapter 8, verse 18. And then it promised us here, health, hallelujah, health to thy neighbor and marrow to thy bones. That's health in the book of Proverbs uh, 3 and 8. Hallelujah. But you got to leave the old man behind and pick up the new man. Yes, pick up that new man, that new way of life. I don't know how you're living now, but if you're under the sound of my voice, I want you today to devote the rest of your life. Hallelujah. If you not have done that already, I would like to encourage you to devote the rest of your life to God. He will not leave you, hallelujah, confused. He will prove himself to you. I've said this to many people and they have come back to me and told me, yes, he has proved himself to me. God will show you he's real. There's not one man today on the face of the earth that has seen God, but there are many who have experienced his power, who who he has shown his his deity to. Yes, he has proved to them by the things that he has done that were impossible, hallelujah, to be done. That's what man says. It's impossible, but God is the impossible doer. He is the one who makes all things possible. There is nothing impossible for him. And so all those things that we think we cannot do, don't try to do it because you can't. Give it to God. Trust in him and watch him do the work and he will prove himself to you. Praise the Lord. So we go here again. We continue to talk about it. He says in verse uh, six of chapter four, seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein and they to whom it is first preached, enter not in 
because of unbelief. Those Jews or those children of Israel back in the day when it was first spoken to them, but they hardened their heart. They would not listen. They decided that they would rebel against God on every hand. They could not enter into the rest because of their unbelief. Again, in order to in order to have faith in God, you must believe in God. Your faith is null and void when you won't believe. And so you have to believe. You have to trust in him. You have to relinquish your life to him. And then all of a sudden, these things, hallelujah, the power of God begins to rest in your life through faith because he will begin to show you right away. He will begin to show you who he is. Praise the Lord. Listen, he says, again, he limiteth a certain day. Again, let's read that. Again, he limiteth a certain day, saying to David, Today, after so long a time as it is said, Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your heart. Now you hear him, don't harden your heart. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. There is rest for you. Hallelujah. Eternal rest. Yes, Lord God. Uh, You're going to live to live again. You're not living to die, but because your faith, hallelujah, is in Christ. Yes, it is given to a man once to live and then the judgment. You're surpassing the judgment, hallelujah, into eternal life because you put your faith in God. You believe in him. Hallelujah. And so it says here and again in verse 9, there remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God, to those who believe the sons and daughters of God. Come on, let's go. He says here, for he that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works as God did from his. That means we now take away that independent uh, mind that we will be independent in our lives, independent of God, and we give our life over to Jesus Christ. We relinquish our life, hallelujah, into the directions, into the hands of the Almighty God. We will no longer uh, try to do the things that we need to do in life. I don't get up and go to work in the morning. God gets me up and bring me to work in the morning. God is the one who is uh, forming my path and my direction and my destiny. It is in him that I live. So you must relinquish your life to God in order to enjoy the rest and the inheritance that he has for you. Let's read that once again. For he that is entered into his rest, into God's rest, he also have ceased from his own works. You have no longer, uh, your life no longer belongs to you, but your life is redeemed by Jesus Christ. And Jesus is the author and the finisher of your faith. Listen, he says, as God did from his works. Hallelujah. Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Don't go back. Hallelujah. Allow God to keep on leading you no matter how times get. Remember Proverbs 24.10. If thou faint in the day of adversity, thou strength is small. Don't shrink back. 
but keep pressing forward because all things work to the good of them who love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. He's going to make everything all right. Yes, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, he's telling us, let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. You know what God can do. And if you don't know what he can do, give him a chance, try him, and let him prove himself to you the same way he did to those children of Israel when he showed them with his mighty hand and brought them out of Egypt and then fed them in the wilderness and still yet and still they chose to rebel and not believe. Let us not be that way. Yes, Paul said in the book of Romans, all things that were written aforetime were written for our knowledge and our edification to give us hope. And you do have that hope. We do have that hope. We don't talk about the children of Israel, but the example is there for us to learn that there is hope in God and there is and should be belief in God. Verse 12, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing even dividing asunder of souls and spirit and the joints and the marrow and is discerning of the thoughts and intents of the heart. He knows your heart. He knows everything about you. He says, now will you come to know me? Yes, will you come? To know me. 13. Neither is there any creature that is not manifested in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Listen, you can't fool God. You can't play with God. He knows whether you believe in him or not. It is best to just believe. It is best to give him a chance. Allow God to work in your life the impossible. Yes. Because those are the things that get us the most. Those impossibilities. Allow God to show you that all things are possible. Yeah. Remember the rich young ruler? He wanted Jesus to tell him how he could enter into the kingdom of God. And he told Jesus, after Jesus told him about the Ten Commandments, he said, well, I do those things. And so Jesus said, all right, if that will be good, sell everything that you have and come back to me, follow me, and you will have riches in heaven. And the rich young ruler could not believe these words, could not believe these sayings, and he bowed down his head and walked away. He walked away without the gift because he would not have faith. I speak to you today. Give up the world. Give up all that you have and give it to Jesus and allow him to be the worker, the author, and the finisher of your faith, your life. Look to the hills from whence cometh your help, knowing that your help cometh from God. I will let you know today that God is waiting for you if you don't know it. 
And if you do know him, he wants you to continue to hold his hand. God has not returned because it is not his wish that anyone should perish, but that everyone would come into that rest, eternal life. Will you accept Christ today? All you need to do is say, Lord, I believe that you died for me. Lord, I believe that you rose again in three days to save me, to redeem me from my sins. Lord, forgive me, for I am a sinner, and I relinquish my life to you today. Be my Messiah. Save me, Jesus. Yes, Lord God. Yes, Lord God. Hallelujah. I believe in you. Hallelujah. I want to feel your presence in my life. Say those words, O Lord God. And he said, all those who will call on the name of Jesus shall be saved. Father God, we thank you right now for your love and your mercy, your grace, O Lord God. We thank you for your undying consideration of our lives. Lord God, there is no one else but you. And our faith, O Lord God, hallelujah, is continuously, perpetually directed in your direction, O Lord God. We live for you today, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, for all that you have done, O Lord God, we've seen with our own eyes, hallelujah, your ability, O Lord God, hallelujah, your commitment to the children of men, Hallelujah. Yes, Lord God. And so we thank you this morning for everything that you have done. Father God, we ask that you continuously come into our lives and be with us, oh Lord God. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord God. Hallelujah. We need you. We can't live without you. Lord God, we're praying, oh, this morning that the lost, oh, Lord God, in this world, those who are living, hallelujah, in darkness, oh, Lord God, in unbelief, that they will come to know you, oh, Lord God, that you will come to know them. Father God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Yes, Lord God, I thank you, Father. I thank you this morning for leading me and guiding me, oh, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, I ask, oh, Lord God, for deliverance, oh, Lord God, for all those, oh, Lord God, who are sick, oh, Lord God, from all manner of illnesses, cancer, bursitis, arthritis, oh, Lord God, leukemia, oh, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, backaches, headaches, migraines, oh, Lord God, Hallelujah, diabetes, whatever it may be, oh Lord God, that they are suffering from. Some have eye disease, glaucoma, oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we're praying, oh Lord God, that under the sound of my voice, that they will fall down on their knees and call upon you for their healing, oh Lord God. Hallelujah, I'm praying for the children 
of this world, oh Lord God, that they will no longer be victims of the evil one, but that you, oh Lord God, will control their lives, be in their lives, oh Lord God, giving them strength and protection, oh Lord God, from those who would persecute them, those who would abuse them. Lord, we're praying for the children, for you said, suffer not the little children to come unto me, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we're praying this morning for the poor, oh Lord God, and the needy, oh Lord God, that you will, oh Lord God, bless them and keep them, causing your face, your countenance to settle down on their lives, oh Lord God, and bringing them peace, joy, and happiness. We're praying this morning for Robert Gibbs, oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, for Robert Gibbs, oh Lord God, that you will touch his life in a mighty way, that you will touch his wife, oh Lord God, in a mighty way, that you will hold her hand, oh Lord God, through the storm and the rain, oh Oh Lord God, that you will lift him up, oh Lord God. Lift up Robert Gibbs, oh Lord God, hallelujah, and bring him home to his family, oh Lord God. Whatever thing you have to do, whatever way you have to do, Lord, we know that the impossible is possible with you. And so, Lord, we call upon you, oh Lord God, to lift him up, oh Lord God. We thank you right now, Lord God. Touch his body. Touch his body from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. Touch Robert Gibbs, oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We believe it and we receive it in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord God, we're praying this morning, Father God, hallelujah, for Sister Cynthia, oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, that you will continue, oh Lord God, hallelujah, your power in her life, giving her back her voice, oh Lord God. We won't stop praying. Hallelujah. We ask perpetually, oh Lord God, importunity, oh Lord God, like the woman going to the judge. Lord, we're coming to you continuously, oh Lord God, for this young lady that you will, hallelujah, give her back her voice. Oh Lord God, we thank you for every part of the body of Christ. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, every minister, elder, bishop, oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we're praying for every saint, oh Lord God, the body of Christ itself, oh Lord God, we're praying that you will continue to work with us, oh Lord God, until that day of redemption, oh Lord God, when you come back to get the purchased possession. We need you, oh Lord God, to instill in us an even greater faith, oh Lord God. Show us the way, oh Lord God. God, the truth and the life, oh Lord God, is in you, and we know it, and we follow you. As Peter said, where would we go? For we know that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Yes, Lord God, lead us and guide us into all righteousness. In Jesus' name, oh Lord God, we thank you. Yes, Lord God, hallelujah, again we come, asking for safety and mercy on Europe and on, hallelujah, China. Oh, Lord God, on Oregon, oh, Lord God, on New York, oh, Lord God, and for every part of the world that is uh, wreaking havoc, oh, Lord God, from the calamities, oh, Lord God, the healing of those who lost loved ones down there in Florida when the building collapsed. Lord, somebody is still calling upon your name. Someone is still having a heavy heart, and we're asking that you would go to them, oh, Lord God, and bless them, oh, Lord God. 
and keep them. Oh, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Yes, Lord God, and we believe in you. Our faith, hallelujah, is unfeigned. Our faith is perpetual. Our faith in you is continuously moving in your direction. And we thank you now. We thank you now. Yes, Lord God, we thank you now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you now. Praise the Lord. Faith power hour. Faith unfeigned. Will you continue in God and have that perpetual faith? Or is your faith periodic? Think about it today. Put your heart in the hands of God. Yes. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding. Don't lean on your own understanding. Let God, let God do it for you. See you soon. God bless you now, in Jesus' name.